Hello, my friends. It is Wednesday, August the 12th, and I welcome you to another Cup of Joe podcast. Thank you for downloading and um, being with me today as we open up the scripture. Amazingly enough, we don't have a feast day today. Uh, We might have uh, used our allotted two for the week, so we'll see how the rest of the week goes. But today, we will continue through Matthew chapter 18. If you would like to follow along, Matthew 18, 15 to 20. Matthew 18, verses 15 to 20. So let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, amen, I say to you, if two or three of you, if two of you, excuse me, if two of you agree on earth, about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, man, this is good stuff. we're, We're talking about heavy, heavy items today. And, uh, and let me be the first to tell you these items are far bigger uh, than I am and far deeper than I am. And I am simply going to approach them from a matter of perspective, but they will not encompass what, uh, what it is. And that is the, the topics of forgiveness and prayer, because that's what Jesus is talking about here. Um, so anything you have, brothers and sisters, praise God for that over and above what I'm going to say again, because this is uh, these are large topics, which a, a brief podcast can only scratch the surface. But let's talk about forgiveness. Um, OK, so Jesus says, if our brother or sister sins against us, we are to go to them directly and uh, talk about the situation. If they're not willing to deal with that, bring along two or three so they may be witnesses uh, to, uh, to and, and be testa, excuse me, um, they may be witnesses to, to the event of, of trying to, to forgive and, and of what happened. And if they refuse even to listen to that, tell the church. Um, you know, my friends, this is hard stuff. Because, you know, when we just sit here and read it, it sounds so easy, doesn't it? Like, yeah, okay, okay, I'll just go and and approach them. But man, you get emotions involved, and you get hurts involved, and um, whatever it was that that hurt us, it might have been something incredibly valuable to us. It might simply have been our ego was, was, um, you know, dented. 
or something. But all of a sudden you get just this this mass of, of emotion and and it can just it can be volatile. And so I, I, I love that the, the process which Jesus is inviting us in, which is one of dialogue. You know, Francis has used that those terms over and over again. And and when I say Francis, I mean Pope Francis. He clearly uh, speaks of dialogue and encounter, encounter and dialogue. That that for one to encounter another truly is to dialogue with them, is to hear their understanding. And of course, in dialogue, we don't just wait to speak. We're we're really immersed in understanding their reality. And and that may not be ours, and that's fine. But at least we understand that more, and then share ours with them. And that's what Jesus is inviting us to, a dialogue and encounter, an encounter and dialogue about whatever the situation was that separated us and hurt us. Uh, and, uh, and again, we have to allow for the fact that we may be rejected again, because that's exactly what Jesus is talking about, if they do not listen to us. Ugh. Take one or two others along with you so that every fact can be established on the testimony of three witnesses. So then we invite others, not, not others without the person who hurt us, because that's called gossip. And, and when we simply go to that, and I want to tell one or two others about it, so I feel justified in my action, but I don't invite that other person into it. No, that's, that's cowardly and that's gossip. What Jesus is inviting us to is courage upon courage. And that is then we invite these others in and say, and again, this can feel overwhelming and, and we can feel ganging up on a person. And so you have to use your best judgment. I have to use my best judgment. I don't even recall ever doing this in my life. Um, but, you know, maybe so with, with Renee and I when we're talking to one of our children. Um, I think that makes perfect sense that this is a practice that we have done. Um, but, um, you know, in terms of friendships or things, I, I don't know. So, um, but you have to be compassionate then. Because remember, our, our goal here is not to win a debate. Our goal here is not to prove we were right and they were wrong and to shame them or to, uh, to you know, put them in their place. Our goal is to correct them. And, and that's done out of uh, brotherly or sisterly love. Uh, because we love them, we know this action is not becoming to who they are in their fullest sense. And so if they reject that, you know, they even reject these other people who we bring in in the name of compassion, uh, that we are to tell the church. Now, that doesn't mean, brothers and sisters, we go up and say, all right, Joe, all right, Father Carl, all right, Father John, all right, Deacon Pat, whoever, step aside, uh, I got something to tell the church. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. Uh, telling the body of believers. Um, and again, even this, boy, we have to weigh because we don't want to ostracize anyone, even though Jesus goes on to say, uh, if in telling the church they don't believe or don't change their actions, we are to treat them as, as a Gentile or a tax collector. Uh, well, how did Jesus treat a Gentile? How did Jesus treat tax collectors? He treated them with respect and dignity. And so everything we do here in whatever this dialogue encounter, whatever it looks like, um, it, is, it is called 
to treat the other person with dignity and respect, even if they don't come to see um, how this was hurtful. And so that's, that's, I mean, this is, this is a process of, of it's, a, it's a delicate dance, I'll say. And forgiveness, brothers and sisters, I'll simply say this, it does not mean forgive and forget. It does not mean uh, let's just forget what happened. Uh, let's just uh, like each other. I mean, forgiveness may mean, no, we're, we're not going to hang out anymore because there's things that have been hurtful. Um, and, and in me placing myself in that situation again, it might be masochistic and it may be hurtful to me again. But there, are, there is time. And there are times when we are called to love from a distance and love uh, separately. But love, I mean, I love that image of, of uh, forgiveness as standing beside Jesus and looking at the person who hurt us with the same eyes, looking at Jesus' gaze upon them as their beloved son or beloved daughter and inviting that gaze to become our own so we don't see them simply as that action or that those words or that hurt, but we see them in their fullness, which is how God sees us, praise God. Um, that idea that uh, we are called to be wise and, and we are called to, to um, uh, take care of ourselves, but at the same time, wish the best for the other. And maybe that does mean a relationship is reestablished, but maybe it doesn't, or maybe time will help tell that. But it means we and they won't get caught up in that moment and get stuck there and, uh, and only revolve around that where they only see us through that lens of that hurt and we see them there, there as well, but that we and they are more. And hopefully through this dialogue and encounter uh, ideas, we can do that. Now, prayer, <clears throat> again, <laughs> let's go from one, you know, small aspect to another. I'll simply say this, brothers and sisters, I, prayer is not, and, and again, only going to say what you know, so forgive if I'm being uh, patronizing or, or being small. Uh, prayer is not uh, just the act of, of words engaged with God. It, it really is that moment, my friends, when our hearts unite with the heart of God. That is the heart of prayer. Uh, and so whatever it is, that brings you to that spot where your heart can be open, that is praying. You know, Paul says, pray without ceasing. Well, then it can't mean uh, that we are called to be, you know, saying the rosary at every moment of the day or, or praying, God, help me every moment of the day or whatever. It, it means, okay, how can this moment help me uh, expand and be present to the presence of God in this meeting? Uh, in this, um, in this space, in this administrative work I'm doing, um, you know, how can I bless whoever I'm with? Uh, you know, yesterday I, I told you I was going to be with Molly. We drove six and a half hours to Ames and took all of about an hour, hour and a half to unload and, uh, and set her things up and we were going to go out to eat. And neither of us were hungry. And Ames, by the way, was out of, didn't have any electricity for a storm that went through a very bad, violent storm on Monday. 
And so I just kind of got back in the car and, and went home. I, I think, in a sense, that was prayer all that day. Now, I'm not trying to elevate myself. I'm trying to use this as an example. Um, because it was in service to Molly and, uh, and in service to, to love and life. I think any time, brothers and sisters, we are dying to ourselves so that another may live, Anytime we are, are um, uh, att attentive to the needs or life of another or, or our actions are giving life to another or uh, we are somehow open to that union of spirit with God, whether that is walking in creation, if that expands us, if it is music that expands us, if it is in silence that it expands us, whatever that is, all of that, brothers and sisters, is prayer. Now, why am I talking about prayer? Because Jesus says to us here, uh, Amen, amen, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. You know, again, this, uh, and again, just using a dumb example, if Renee and I agree we need to uh, pay off the mortgage and uh, we are praying for it, listen, we're, we're taking the Word of God seriously. We both agree on earth about anything. We want to pay off our mortgage about for which we are to pray, and we're praying for it. I don't expect that to be granted by our Heavenly Father. All of a sudden, we, you know, X amount of money shows up in our, our bank account. I think what our God is inviting us to is saying, anytime, my friends, you and I open our hearts so that our hearts are in union with God, just as we invite our gaze to be in union with that of Jesus in that act of forgiveness. When we, it's because it's we that change. God, God is unchanging, right? Um, when we open ourselves to the heart of God and our hearts are moved and we fall in love with the thing God loves and we fall in love with the people God loves and we see the world through the eyes of God, then naturally our prayers are going to be the same. And, uh, and naturally we will unify with what that is. Prayer is not magic. It has never been magic. It is never meant to be magic. It is not controlling God. Prayer is about less of you and I and filling ourselves with more and more of God. And the more we can do that, where two or three are gathered, of course he's in our midst. Because how could he not be? Because we have expanded ourselves um, so that God is in our hearts, in our minds, in our, in our spirits, in our thoughts, in our words, in our eyesight, in all of those things. Uh, and, and he is present in the action of, of that love between two people and more. Again, far more could be said on these topics. Forgive the, the brief uh, discussion, but that's, uh, that's all we have time for today. Good stuff, forgiveness and prayer. Let's pray. If there is someone or something for which you would like to pray today, I invite you to call it to mind. Let's begin, my friends, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen the third joyful mystery, the incarnation of our God, Jesus is born, Christmas Day. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessings to you, my friends, and I hope that we can be back together tomorrow uh, to explore some more of God's Word together. God bless.